Welcome to Front Row Geeks. Topic of the night, which is Batman v. Hello, everybody! <laughs> Welcome to the Front Row Geeks podcast, where Eddie's just going to hit record button and not tell anyone. <laughs> it uh, happens. It happens. That's yeah, like okay. a regular occurrence. But see, it wasn't a regular occurrence when Eddie wasn't here, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's you can tell the boss has returned. I'm back. So. There's Welcome gonna be back. Some, there's going to be some spoilers in this episode. We're going to talk about Batman v Superman. Okay, so sad boys, now, be warned. And if but you haven't that. seen it, if you haven't seen it, don't go. So, <laughs> wait, <laughs> that's no, me. That's, that's just me. one opinion. But I need to, we need to point something out first. Now, for the sake of anyone who doesn't want to be spoiled, I need to ask this: Do we want to save the Batman v Superman conversation for later in our no. recording? Yes. Get that, let, let's get the other stuff out of the way first. Uh, Okay, just because hold, hold it gives all right, all right. kind of gives people a chance to listen to our program without wondering if they're going to accidentally spill into it. All right, all right. Are we going to do introductions? Let's do it. Oh yeah, well, introductions. Definitely well, because I, because because you're not a regular member of the podcast, so we definitely have to. Yeah, I've, only, on I've only been here like five times. Yeah, but every time I'm on here, people love me. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> the I mean, people they love me. The people <laughs> they love me. <laughs> I love nature. <laughs> anyway. So let's uh, start on the other side of the table. Oh, Lady Haterade. Deadly Sodium. Boss Man Baron 5X. Kage Palazzo. And Review Review. Review Review? Review Review. Review Review. Review Review. So review, it sounds review. like you're saying the same word twice. Well, except that it's spelled R-E-V-U with a macron over it, dash R-E-V-I-W-E-W. So, Review. Yes. Review. What he said. Sure. Okay, I'll take your word for it. What's your Twitter handle? At review review. Kelsey, did you get yourself a lady haterade Twitter handle yet? Because that needs to happen if you haven't gotten that yet. No, but you can change your Twitter handle. It's not like. Oh, okay. I don't know if you wanted one you're not, separate. You're not. Whoa, you can change it. that. Yeah. Yeah. So shows you how much I know about Twitter. <laughs> well, <laughs> Good I, I I'm new to the Twitter world. And I just remember reading that when I was signing up and 
Whatever. So, it's vacation time. What is? I mean, outside of Batman v Superman, what topics did we have for tonight? Because I think, I, yeah, there's two other things. Easy. Oh yeah, Renaissance Festival. Well, actually, you know what? This could be a very spoilers episode because the other thing I want to talk about was, was season two of Daredevil. Mm. All right, so we'll hold we off on that. It, yes. So you can't. You can't. We have two episodes left. You have two. You have oh, okay. You guys have two episodes left. And Where's Will hasn't outside? watched it either. Okay. You were gonna spoil me. Oh, we maybe can't do it today. I just, <laughs> right, right. I think we should hold off on the Daredevil talk, except for oh my gosh, Daredevil is totally okay. amazing. Okay, like, let's, show... let's start there with that. Although I don't quite agree with you in the sense that you say that it is like Game of Thrones. Okay, like, yes. In, I don't know anything in, about uh, what was the other. So thing? I'm talking about talking. writing, Wait, Breaking Bad and Game oh, yeah. of Thrones. I don't know okay, about are, are we Let's, talking about this, or are we, we going to a different topic? We, we, well, we're going to be so general spoil-free talk. little general talk at the beginning. Okay, because I do need to address the same thing you are now, Kelsey. Because yes, and we use Slack to communicate amongst each other. Supposedly, I'm still trying to log on. <laughs> <laughs> so in our chat, uh, Deadly Sodium here mentioned that that the writing for Daredevil Two was on par with. Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Yes, and I'm going to have totally. to disagree. Yeah, we'll now, that is not a diss at all in Daredevil. Because I just, just think that they do two different things in Daredevil and Game of Thrones. That the writing needs to be on a different level for Game of Thrones to work. Daredevil works for a number of different reasons outside of the writing. Because there are some stretches sometimes oh. I think that needs to be made in Daredevil. Okay, so like yeah. the fight scenes are amazing and they kind of help carry they that are. show too. The fight scenes oh, are what so make good. Daredevil so much better than Arrow or Flash because yeah. they actually seem to a degree more realistic. Not all of them, but like the more hand-to-hand stuff, I they're love, way better. I mm-hmm. love the nice touch how everybody has their own fighting style. Doesn't matter who it is, they all have a very unique sense of how they fight. It's really good. I love that. Because, like, in Arrow, it just seems so scripted and so choreographed in practice, whereas Daredevil, it, like, it makes me believe that they're actually fighting. Like, episode one of Star Wars, (laughs) when, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi gets super mad and he comes out and does little flips and stuff. (laughs) When he's supposed to be, like, really mad. He's supposed to forget his training because he's mad and get like start wailing on Darth Maul, like Luke did in episode. Like exactly, that should have happened. A- except it doesn't work quite. But as there well was for no him. emotion. There was no emotion. He just jumped out and started flipping around. In Daredevil, you sense an emotion in the fights. You sense how they oh, yeah. get how that you know. There's that real, especially it, because I mean, season one's been out long enough that we can talk about that at least. Wilson Fisk, or Kingpin, when Kingpin is fighting all the time, he's beating people down. All about brute strength. He's big, yeah. all about brute strength. You have Daredevil, who's very... Um, he's not as huge. He's not as big, but he's <laughs> still pretty brutish. He still beats people down. And then, uh, we'll wait for season two. We'll wait for this discussion. On that. <laughs> okay, we might, yeah, well, we can put on a discussion for Daredevil 2 on hold for maybe a week or two. Well, I think everybody should know about at least about The Punisher because it's in the title card on Netflix. So, what's your take on The Punisher? Oh, I love him. Oh, my oh, gosh. Okay, good, good. Oh, my goodness. I, I think he rocked it, well, too. Okay, see, I've I've always been a big fan of The Punisher as well, like, especially more before, even before the season came out, like, more recently, I started following, uh, like, following, you know, comics that I would like, that I would enjoy. So, like, I started reading, like, The Punisher. Um, the comics that I've always loved are X-Men and Hellboy. Those are the two comics that I grew up reading. Those are what, you know, those are my favorites, but... I started reading more into, like, Punisher, and now 
because of the movie, I'm starting to read Deadpool now. Starting to get into that, uh, get into those comics. So I want to get into more of that, that kind of stuff. But Punisher has been pretty good. I've been very pleased with Punisher. I love that actor. Yeah, he's doing yeah, really Oh, well. man, he plays he's such so good. Roles, but he does it very he well. He does such a good job as the Punisher, though. Like, oh, it's so great. It's so great. Yeah, his, his arc is rewarding as a viewer, so... Well, yeah, when you still see have it. two more episodes left. But going it, it doesn't it doesn't slow down. It's rewarding all oh, the way. Oh yeah, it's the whole thing. Oh rewarding. my goodness. If if but, Ross had his way, we would have been done with it like the first night we started watching it. But I've been making him like slow down because I just wanna <laughs> wanna enjoy it. But it's like the Punisher, you know, the Punisher, he always, when he fights, he goes for the kill. He goes <laughs> straight for the kill, and it's awesome. Okay. This is not a spoiler thing, as far as Daredevil goes, but I need to bring it up because I thought it was kind of funny. Because I, I feel like this rule exists outside of the show too. There's there's definitely a thing where in the, in the Daredevil universe, the the fewer ninjas there are that are being fought, the more difficult they are to defeat. <laughs> there's a bunch of ninjas; they're easier to defeat. And it seems like Daredevil did the exact same thing. Why do you say that? Oh no no no! no, no just wait! Just just. Shh. No, that okay. no. Every, every fight scene, you're getting a little spoilery here. Okay. It's probably not a spoiler that there are ninjas here. It's the dynamics. It's it is, not the story. We're not yeah, giving away any story. It's just the no dynamics of how, the, how it's it works. just that if you see a fight scene that involves just ninjas... Just in general with ninjas. If, yeah. if there's a handful of ninjas, this scene's going to last a while. If there if are a just, lot of ninjas, maybe not as much as you think it would. Just it's throw that out like, there. It, it's, it's the Naruto thing. <laughs> when Naruto produces his shadow clones, there's just too many of them and they all die instantly. <laughs> It's useless. But then when it's just Naruto, sometimes... You... <laughs> so, so if I can deviate the conversation a little bit, because sure. some people might have heard some bells ringing just a little bit ago. Uh, I, ha- I have to deflect this, too. La- Lady Hater, what are you wearing? I am wearing my belly dancing renaissance costume. So, yes. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, was, today was the last day of the Renaissance Festival, and Ross and I have gone the last four years. And slowly... I have been building up my costume because if I bought everything all at once, I would I would uh, spend a couple hundred dollars. This so so explain, explain to us, because there, <laughs> there might be some people here who are unfamiliar with the Renaissance Festival. What what goes on here? Uh, jousting, turkey legs, crude mm. language. My like, weird I'm uncle. pretty sure there was like, this really old guy that said, nice cleavage, my lord. And, like, telling him to enjoy it on Easter Sunday or something. Like, or or he'll see him in confession or whatever. And then he got pulled up onto a show. uh, And that was pretty hilarious. Because the guy was just saying that he would, like, be on me. I'm so horrible at remembering what he says. But he just had a bunch of jokes about hitting on me. Insert crude joke here. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) But it was just really funny. Insert renaissance. But everybody just calls you. Uh, 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 uh. Everybody just calls you, my lord, my lady, and it's kind of nice that everybody is in character. And even some people who are out of the period, like there are pirates there, which does not make sense to me. <laughs> and okay. I saw a bunch of Trekkies there one time. Was it with you? Hey, no, I found Waldo there once. Oh, yeah. really? I was walking there, and I'm just like, "Yeah, boy, you fuck up." one and it was in California and the California one 
they just pull up tents and then they take them down. But Arizona, the Renaissance Festival, is actually a dedicated spot with fixed buildings. Yep. So they go there and the shop people and this they have their own little shop and they get to upgrade it if they need to. The Renaissance Festival is really, really large here in Arizona. Uh, the Arizona Re- Renaissance Festival is actually really large. Huzzah! And Huzzah! what I was mentioning earlier, and Eddie looked at me and said, what? But I have my da- one of my dad's cousins is a shop owner at the Renaissance Festival. Really? And he makes the Harry Potter wizard wands. Oh, okay. And he's usually in the middle of the area, um, kind of by where you buy the steins and everything. Yeah. But um, he actually produced, like, he actually built some wands for the Harry Potter movies a while ago. And so now he makes his own wands and he sells them for, like, $12 a piece over it. There's um, a few places that sell wands. He's, he's, you advertise him now, now that the Renaissance Fair is over. I know. <laughs> hey, go next he's, year. <laughs> it's funny though. He's he's a pretty big hippie. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you have to be also, to go there. Yeah, I know. There's also uh, a vendor who sells maps, like the Marauders map, or like Ooh. Middle Earth, and like a bunch of other maps. Which is pretty cool. Oh, those are my favorites. The blacksmith. You always gotta oh, go and yes. get yourself a giant ass sword that you Ross can't take home on the bus. Well, he, <laughs> okay, so the last time I went with you actually was in high school, exactly like 10 years ago. I know. Well, actually, uh, while we were driving there, I realized I bought my little mini knife uh-huh. while I was on a school field trip, which I probably should not have done. <laughs> I'm thinking about it now, like if it was today, like when I was in high school, I would get in serious trouble for like buying a knife at a school field trip. But it was like when I was in 7th or 8th grade. I don't even know how I was legally able to buy it. You laugh, but... <laughs> Eddie, <laughs> tell the story. Wait, wait, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Well, I had the means to buy a sword on our high school field trip. Okay, alright, I'm gonna stop you right there then. <laughs> So, my memory of anything we did on the trip is a little vague. <laughs> Only did you be- drink during No, that would have been a great part of the story. No, with my girlfriend at the time. So, I was very distracted. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh. And she dressed up. So, that was good for me. <laughs> so We know where, where Eddie's eyes Eddie's were. Mind. Yeah, Eddie's mind was... <laughs> I was... That's was all. That's all. I don't know what we did, but, but I was, it's all fond memories for me. So if you bought something or attempted to buy something, no, no, I only vaguely remember. I attempted to buy a sword, but now, then there the only thing tried to like talk you down. The you know only, what it was? Yep, the only thing that stopped me was a teacher told me that I couldn't take it home on the bus. So and I didn't have enough money for the guy to ship it to me. So I walked away swordless. And That's I was sad. really disappointed. That's sad. But Every I, boy should have a sword. I know. Seriously. But I was or a like, like or two. Like, I was arguing with the teacher. I was like, hey, I'm like 18. I should be able to get myself a sword. You should also but mention like, the, ta- the teacher later, later resigned her position. Yeah, she did. But I was like, can't I'm take the sword home on the bus. Like, you can't just walk, uh, drive onto school grounds with a sword. It's what? just not going to work. That's dumb. <laughs> just tired of really around it. <laughs> it was really dumb. I wanted a sword. I love how this conversation went to you can't take a sword to school. Well, that's dumb. Well, it's dumb. <laughs> how are you supposed to defend yourself? On a field trip like 
like that. It's not like you're going back to class. Yeah. You're going home at the end of the yeah. day. Well, okay. it didn't help that our high school involved not only going back to school, but going back into a Raytheon complex. But yes, we were a part of Raytheon, so yeah. So, if there was any hope of getting it past just a school park, it would the bug would have stopped that Raytheon Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I'm still going back to that Raytheon gate. I still remember. <laughs> so we were, because I was I played basketball for the team and everything uh, for my school, and uh, we're on the way back from one of our games, um, we were pulling into the Raytheon gate and everything. And my dad was coming to pick me up, and he was in front of the bus. And the gate raised, and he drove through, and then everybody in the bus told the coach who was driving, we were like, Florent, you can make it! Go through the gate! <laughs> so you don't have to... So he put it, floors it, and the bar comes down, and it hits the bus, and it breaks off, and it hit the back of my dad's truck. <laughs> but we were like, we were like, oh... I'll celebrating. Oh, sorry, I just I'm, I'm, and I'm going to say this next sentence. I hope we don't get into a high, Eddie and Josh go to high school tangent here. But didn't that happen at a railroad crossing one time too? Yes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Same thing. The railroad crossing. Oh, okay. you're, you're, you can make it. it. You can make it. <laughs> okay. Same thing. <laughs> why, why, why did I just right now get a, a Twitter update that Kage Palazzo is on Twitter and I should follow him? You should. <laughs> hey. You should. Just right now. Yeah. Like, hey. Hey. If this is totally brand new news. If nobody knows about this, Kage Palazzo I just, is on Twitter. Uh, he is totally on Twitter and he will be tweeting away. <laughs> He'll be tweeting. Uh, I'm going to tweet, follow. Tweet, him, but I'm just, I was just concerned that why I just got this right now. <laughs> and I don't use Twitter, but apparently I have a Twitter account. Good for I you. I think I made Twitter. it only okay. to troll celebrities. It's a picture of just like a like a salt shaker with a death symbol on it. Shake it like a salt shaker. All right, everyone needs to be quiet because this is where we get to the serious portion of our podcast today, and that is that Camp Fan Gamer 2016. Is going to be a thing in Tucson this year. I know it. Okay, so it's not exactly for sure, for sure yet this year. But uh, Camp Fan Gamer 2016 just started a Kickstarter campaign. They are under the uh, guise of Camp Video Gamely. And if uh, anybody knows Camp Fan Gamer, last year was their very first Camp Fan Gamer convention at the Tucson Hilton. And it Which is, we missed. We you did. guys, I was there. He was there all three days. Of he this was convention. all there all three days. It was amazing. Of us missed it. I I was this close to winning the Smash Brothers. Okay, maybe I only made it to the quarterfinals, but it was <laughs> an amazing, amazing convention. The uh, it was based mostly around the Earthbound series of games. Mother for anybody who actually knows Earthbound deep enough. Uh, but amazing, amazing convention. Why is it in Tucson? Because Tucson is actually a city. In Earthbound, even if it's spelled completely Whoa. differently. I'm saying that for the oh, effect. Okay, I yeah, because we, we know this. <laughs> I just said it for the effect. No, hold on, because <laughs> they should know, because if they're listening to our podcast... They're like, of all places, why would the Earthbound convention they should know about be this. in Tucson? Uh, because Tucson is... You know, we're Tucson because we did not come first. No, we did not. We're <laughs> <laughs> not once in... The, uh, the, <laughs> once is like our Earth 2 counterpart. Yeah. Okay. There, there is a, uh, a Kickstarter going on right now. The goal being $45,000. They're at, uh, it's been going on for three days right now. They've already collected $10,000. So this looks very, very positive that we could definitely have a Camp Fan Gamer 2016 this year. So I urge everybody listening to check out the Kickstarter 
and support it if you can. Uh, if uh, you're interested at all in coming to Tucson and participating in Camp Fan Gamer, you can actually get your tickets for the convention through Kickstarter, and that goes towards supporting it for being here in the first place. And if you could support that, you should probably support us, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just we don't have have a shameless plug. <laughs> we don't have an official channel yet. To be, uh, to be but we should we're, we're, not, we're not actually okay. making any money ourselves yet. But we're, we're debating approaching the camp fan gamer and maybe starting a panel or a booth or doing something out there. It would be really, really That'll cool. That would be fun. That would be really fun. Being that maybe a live podcast. It's, it's local here in the Tucson area. It would be great to actually do one of our podcasts at uh, a convention like that in town here locally. So I hate to interrupt. Is there more of this wonderful drink up there? Yes, there is. Okay. So. No, there is not. <laughs> I can tell you right now, no, there is no. Oh, he might have drank oh, it at all. No. I just oh. tweeted, I just tweeted, just drank the last of the drink. If you follow me on Twitter, you know. If you've been following on Twitter. Yeah, live tweeting on the podcast. Live tweeting, like, totally just drank the last bit of that juice. Hashtag FRG podcast. Hashtag FRG podcast. Hashtag Kage juice. Oh, God. Kage juice was a thing last week. Yeah. Oh, it's a Mega Man game. Yeah. Yeah, it's a board game, bro. A Mega Man board game. Yeah, bro. Mega, Mega, Mega Man. So okay, what else you got to cover? Well, yeah, because uh, I'm trying to. Well, we're going to because Comic Con. We should bring up things Comic Con. Oh yeah, Comic Con. Because months we away. decided that we're going to go. Yes. We're not going to have a booth there because we'll 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 humbly admit that we won't be too small for Phoenix Comic Con yet. Not yet. yet. One day we will. <laughs> but we're definitely going to go for the fun. Okay. So, oh yeah, yeah, we'll go. So networking. So we hope that we see people there because Phoenix Comic Con is really cool. I last year was the first time I ever went, and it was a blast. Like, did you? Do we have a booth there? No, we did. We no, had a booth Tucson. in uh, Tucson Comic Con. Tucson Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Okay, and well, we're, we're not big enough for the Phoenix Comic Con. Come on. Have you been to Phoenix Comic Con? Uh, no, it's I've been a to a deal. different convention. It's in a bigger deal than I thought. Would have given credit for before last year when I went myself. Okay. I mean, it looked like first off, if you need money, oh, sorry. lots of money to like be there. And second of all, it looks like people who were set up shop were like, I had the collateral definitely behind them, or were, were uh, had a following, for sure. Okay. So, so we yeah. might not be at that caliber yet. I think we can do FanFest this year, which I've is in December. To, there's only two things, geeky or nerdy or whatever you want to say, that I've been up to uh-huh. Phoenix for. Hmm. Sabaton Con, which I don't know if anybody's heard of it. We missed out on that. Uh, Yeah, but I've been up to that one time. And then the rave was really cool. That was a fun time. We were drunk. Like me and my roommate. It was my roommate, my old roommate. We went up there and we drank heavily and we partied at the rave. You had me at rave. Um, You had me at rave. But raves are kind of one of those things. You have to be in the mood for it. You have to want to go dance your ass off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, Jenny's always in the mood. Well, you know, <laughs> you can dance if you want to. <laughs> you can leave, leave your friends, friends behind. Because if your friends don't, don't dance, dance, don't friends a lot. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, um, and then the other thing that I went up there for was a Pokemon tournament. Pokemon. Oh, and the, the famous one that you keep talking about. Yeah, the Pokemon tournament that uh, me and Alex went to. Uh, me and Alex, and you see, nobody knows Dylan. But nope. anyway. <laughs> way, a, a man named Dylan about and another guy oh, named Josh. He's on the podcast. Yeah, but, um, he's been on. We talk about Chris all the time, and he's never on the podcast. So he was on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Pings. 
Pings. He was on it once, like in the first episode. But anyway, the sound you are hearing, the blunder blunder is creating new Kage juice. Let's see if it's... Is it picking up? Yeah. It is picking up. Will you get it your finger out of my good. face? I, I'm sorry, I didn't, I, it wasn't in your face. It was pretty close. It was within like. It's like a toothpaste. It was closer to. It's closer face. to my face than your face. Well, you don't understand how my bubble of influence works. <laughs> so it extends at least. My friends reach out no, for me. I'm sitting next to you. Have I offended your bubble of influence? You have, but I've allowed passage. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> now you got to snuggle up. Now you're humbled. A temporary, temporary bird visa. It's a lot of effort. Oh, okay, fine. I mean, I would not oppose to it. It's just a lot of effort. You're not opposed to snuggling up with Kage? No, not at all. Okay. Some little man-on-man bonking. (laughs) Dead Bob reference. I love that. So, um, anything else? Because I'm I'm trying to, like, Phoenix hold it. I mean, we're going to be there. We'll talk about it. We'll be there, yeah. So, I mean, we got what? I know Billy Piper's going to be there. Oh yeah, yeah. But no, oh yeah. Diggle? Gates McFadden's gonna be there. Whoever his real name is, Diggle from Arrow. Yeah, no, no. But I'm most excited about um. Thank oh, you. what's his name? Um, Timothy Os. I want to say Osmond. Psych and um. Oh, uh, Tim- Timothy o- o- Osmond. Yeah, the guy who plays um the. The detective. The Moving detective. your fingers over Lasser. your face is not happening. Lasser. Yeah, there we go. The guy oh, plays Lassie. No. If, if there's anyone I've been more excited about, that's a dog. It's Lassiter. No, no, that's Lass- Lassie. Oh, no, that's Lassiter, what they call him. Lassiter is a, is a brilliant, brilliant detective. Okay. Uh, I mean, say times. Lassie, I'm like, there's what? another person that I saw in the picture, but I can't remember who it is. I posted, mm-hmm. it, up, I posted it to the FRG page. I? Although I don't know if somebody I? else posted it before I did. Of course. But no, I think when you posted it was the first time that particular one came up. Okay. Um, but, I mean, I, you had me at Timothy. Nobody responded. So that's what I'm going to go... I don't normally try very hard to get, like, autographs and stuff, but I might try hard for him. Oh, yeah. He's cool. Yeah. He's a really cool actor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How did I forget this? The guy from Buffy. Spike. Spike. Oh, yeah. Spike. Ooh, never mind. I might have to change that. Spike might have to be included in that because I was a big... I was very Team Spike. I was very upset that, that he died at the end of... I'm uh, sorry, spoiler. The end of the series. <laughs> Too late. But then he reappeared on, on Angel. That was amazing. But he just still wasn't dating Buffy anymore, which is very sad. More spoilers. Very team, team Spike. I'm sorry. I'm you very, are just spoiling, I, dropping spoilers. I love Spike, though. It's like 10 years ago. But I really rooted for Angel and Buffy. But, you know, yeah, but he was the more obvious choice. I know, but he's... But it, it needed to be Spike. Because I like Spike's redemption story a lot. So, it's okay. You... you, you you can get a little of that Buffy action. Good for you, sir. And then you can die. Okay. Which is what happened. Okay. So I feel like I've been, I've been itching to talk about this all is night. There anything, before feel... we do that, is there anything else anyone else would like to bring up? Because this might monopolize the rest of the conversation. This is going to take a while. Mm-hmm. No one? <laughs> going once? I think we're going. All right. So at okay. this particular point, if none spoiler of you want... Spoiler Yeah, this is going to be spoiler a big alert. spoiler alert. You know, put on, you know... You know, you must reach minimum safe distance. Ye like be next warned, fanboys. You know. Yeah, we're going to be talking about so Batman versus Superman. Go ahead Superman. and sign off for those people who will be disconnecting now. Oh, thanks for watching, guys. <laughs> if you don't want to for... have spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Uh, spoilers. Sorry, Halfway, I love you. I will not anyway. have some spoilers. From this point on, we will be talking about Batman v Superman. So I will... Or Superman v Batman. It depends on who you prefer. Start off. It's called Batman v Superman. Is Dawn it? of Justice. 
That's what it's actually called. Is it? Yeah. They don't put Superman first? No. How rude. I'm going to start <laughs> off with the very few things, the very few things Wait, I, I actually liked. Yeah, it's usually movie. a good idea to start with the things you like. So, liked. let's get off on a positive foot. There's there's pretty much I, I, three things, okay? First off, the music was amazing. Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL, oh. I loved that, like, uh, um, there's a particular scene that, like, that I actually really enjoyed. You don't have to say it particularly. You can say it now. Spoiler well, warning. Yeah, yeah, has okay, been okay, yeah, it's been an issue. But it, like when the when the uh, when all those criminals are on like the second floor and Batman jumps through and he starts launching all those explosives on the guns and they start blowing up to the timing of the music. Oh, that was beautiful. I loved that. I was just sitting there like, oh, that's Junkie XL. That's awesome. They were really good. They did a really good job with it. Um, on the same thing in music, since we're, you're on that now, I will say I very much enjoyed the, the rock music that came up when the battle, Junk, the main battle happened. Junkie XL. That was again, Junkie XL. Yes. Oh, that Junkie XL, if you don't know, they're the ones who did the soundtrack for Mad Max. Oh, okay, that explains a lot then. Sorry, yes. super jingly. So, <laughs> LOL. So that's <laughs> why the music, in my opinion, was probably one of the best. And just with Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL, that was probably one of the best movies I've ever heard. Okay. Number two, because the the music was probably the only redeeming quality of this movie. Wow. Number two, I was okay with Ben Affleck as Batman. And he wasn't as bad as, as I thought he was as going to be. Was I. Did actually a decent job. I liked Christian. Ba- I like Christian Bale better as um, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, but Ben Affleck did now, a really good now job. Now I as will Batman. say, I I liked Ben Affleck's older Batman better yes, than Christian good. Bale's older Batman. Yes, yes, but uh, it was good. He did a good job. I am. Uh, I'm pleased with that. I'm pleased that he didn't do a terrible job. And they didn't do stupid Batman voice when people try too hard. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, where are the other drugs, Jane? And, <laughs> yeah. and number three, the only other thing that I really like, well, I mean, I did like the final fight scene. Like mm-hmm. the actual fight scene was cool. The music was cool. But I did like the only other redeeming factor is like right at the beginning of the movie. One of my biggest gripes of Man of Steel was that nobody died in the movie when things were fighting. When people, when Zod and uh, uh, Superman were fighting each other in this downtown area in the middle of the day, there's it's a ghost town. There's nobody there. Oh, wait, well, wait, in wait, this no. movie, in Batman v Superman, it starts off. There's a huge crowd of people, and they die. So there's lots. Of it's funny you mention that because movie. one of the biggest things that came out of Man of Steel was the fact that this movie seems seems to very much focus on the collateral damage between their fight. You didn't take that away from that movie because everybody no, else Man did. of Steel. No, everybody else well, saw Man of no, Steel. It was, ghost, it was a ghost town. Everyone who saw Man of Steel. And well, it was like confirmed that yes, people died during that. But fight. but see, that was all inferred. The, I took that to be sort of like in in the original English dub of Dragon Ball Z. And I hate to totally jump over to Dragon Ball Z when we're talking about Superman. It's but okay. In the English dub of Dragon Ball Z, we went out of our way to make it sound like nobody died when the Saiyans mm-hmm. crashed onto the city. Like the Saiyans who are aliens from another planet get out of their pods after blowing up a whole bunch of buildings and are like, it's a shame it's Sunday. Those buildings would have been full tomorrow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's like, 
Dude, people. Or, or whenever they kill someone, she's like, I'm t- sending you to the next dimension. Like, aren't you killing them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the next like, dimension. In just the English version, we really, really went out of our way to make it seem like no one was dying. So yeah. That, that's, that's just a cultural thing. So that don't was, like that was easily my biggest gripe with Man of Steel, is because everything was a ghost town. You didn't actually see people dying. But I, I think what you okay. were saying, they, they, they addressed it pretty well in Man of so, Steel. So, real quick, before good. we get to negative stuff, because I hear this coming. Does anybody else have any positive things to say about Man of uh, Steel? Plenty. Superman? I have. I love that. You know what? It was Actually, better than Man of Steel, I'll say Here, that. no, let's go around. Thumbs up, thumbs down, simple. If you like the movie, I am thumbs up. I like the movie. I liked it. I, didn't, I mean, I love it, but I liked yeah. it. Okay, okay like but why? Four thumbs but, Well, I want to, let's go around real quick about the like or dislike, just okay. in general quick, because we'll be going into this rest of the episode anyway. Okay. I liked it. So see you're wait so you're you, so you're ha- oh okay and I have to jump down oh down. everybody knows like well that's why you you were in the middle for a second there no I was doing the gladiator reference oh. for the viewers at home <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> could see that that it was like sideways thumb thumbs down <laughs> okay so uh, so I liked it I guess Kelsey liked it I mean and I and I agree I'll mimic what you said I didn't love it. I, I think they have a lot to learn for from Marvel about how you love a comic movie. But it's still like a little movie. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I went into it with very, very low hopes, and that I is didn't sad. Think that is sad. Black, well, I didn't think Ben Affleck would do a good job, and I was just like, and I see, to it was me, really it, to shitty. me, it wasn't Ben Affleck because I know Ben Affleck no. can do a good job. He's been a director, and he has respect for the comic book genre. The problem I had going into this was Zack Snyder. The moment now we're getting into negative. Zack Snyder is the director of the movie. So so okay. The the moment that I was like, it's a sequel to Man of Steel, and Zack Snyder is directing it. I knew that okay, cannot have my expectations high. Warner Brothers went into this thinking Zack Snyder was going to be their Joss Whedon, and he is not. He does not have. That whole grasp of comic book lore that Joss Whedon has. And Joss Whedon even, when he started the Marvel, said he was a DC guy, but Marvel got him first. You have to know the backstory behind these comic books to really do them justice. Otherwise, you end up with the Super Mario Brothers movie that just ends up being, we want to make a movie because everybody's going to like it and everybody's going to go see it, even if it's a shitty movie. (laughs) Which is why Eddie's opinion shouldn't matter on Batman. Like, wow. <laughs> like, I didn't love it either, he but I liked the it. the Mario Brothers movie. No. So, so, so no. Let, me, let, me, let me start my, my bit here first, because okay. I want to go back to Man of Steel. Okay. The, my Spoiler. Big, my <laughs> no, big issue... You should have seen it by now. <laughs> yeah, no. My big beef with Man of Steel is, had this been a movie about Captain Amazo, a brand new superhero that no one had ever heard about before, that we're just making a brand new movie for, it would have been a really good movie. The problem with Man and Steel is that it was about Superman, and it did not follow any of Superman's ideology. Pa Kent is supposed to be this grand master of moral code to look to for lessons of life. How to be a good person. And what does he say in Man of Steel? Well, maybe you should have let those kids die. Yeah, I corrected I, I that too. <laughs> I, I, that was a correct too. So, no, I mean, it was I, not I, I can understand Superman. Where, I can understand where, where his character might be coming from. But yeah, you're absolutely right. That is not. But I think we're going to say later, a lot of these characters had different motivations than what we're used to anyway. But we'll get to that. 
Is that, is that what you have? I love how heavy we hear. I forgot about that. I remember <laughs> with the bus when the bus crashes into the lake. Pa Kent is upset that that, that, that Superman saved the the bus. Yeah, that he risked exposing himself. He was like, under no circumstances should you ever expose yourself because not only is that illegal. But well, because he's well, he was trying to protect his son, and and, I mean, and to, that's to, to justify the character. That's true, but, but to the point where he was like, "No, son, don't save my life. This is where I totally should die. <laughs> even though it's completely within your power to save me, I will sacrifice myself so that to the tornado. Yeah, come take me. Or like he could have ran anything. <laughs> no, no, his leg was broken. He couldn't run. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Bug, I forgot about like, that. Totally okay, possible. okay, okay. So, but don't look at the topic sick. of Man of Steel because Man of Steel is terrible. Whatever. We're gonna go. Okay. With I fine. just loved Henry Cavill. Yeah, that's true. He's, He's just so lovable. sexy. So then we get to Batman v Superman. <laughs> so now we're gonna go to Batman v Superman. I'm gonna start with a couple of gripes <laughs> and complaints. Was anybody here who here was watching the movie going, what? Um, obviously, what's I what's going on? No. Um, what about the guy who randomly goes through like when? Uh, what? Wait. Okay. So, how many dream sequences were there? There were a lot. Three. But Ross four. thinks four? one of them okay. is alluding to like like the. We're not the intro, are we? Okay. 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 So, yeah, so, so we're talking about like the part that really got me. There's like this one dream sequence where it was like Batman got knocked out in his own dream sequence. Yeah. Woke up later, and then there was that one guy who was like, oh, "It's yeah. like slow." I mean, it's a uh, Lois Lane. No, you lose. Oh, yeah. You were right. No, that was the Flash. But, though. That was it? the Flash. Yeah. It was the Flash. Yeah, that was the Flash. Oh. Yeah, because he had the op- the whole Omega thing on. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the funny part about it, it, that it, is that it seems like they didn't do the job of identifying that as the Flash. You had no, to know. I thought it was like Iron no. Man outfit, but I was like, that it doesn't was, make sense it was because those are not out of right. Place. It was weird. Okay, so yeah, was there was a lot about strange. it because you had to sort of know a lot of other comic book lore for that part to make sense. Otherwise, it was just a regular dream sequence. Yeah, but the the other problem. And maybe this Which isn't really sense. a problem with the movie. From uh, what I understand, is there's actually almost twice as much movie as we actually saw. Actually, I heard there's 30 more minutes. There, there's like a whole lot more. They had to cut a whole... Why? Oh, wait, hold it. Okay. So, because another part of that being is that some of the... Supposedly, some of the scenes that were cut out of it would have increased the rating, rating. of the movie. Yep. And they didn't want an R rating on a comic book Superman movie. It, they wanted the PG-13 rating. So, all so that... So, when we get the Blu-ray out in a few months, it'll be R-rated. Yeah. So, we, we, we missed miss the Superman... The Superman Lois Lane sex scene. Okay? Mm. In the back <laughs> That was great. Superman was fully clothed. Oh, that's what you're talking about. I was like, there was a second Superman was fully clothed. He's Superman. Are you telling me that his Kryptonian boner will not pierce through the It's okay. Did I just hear Kryptonian boner? Yes. For real geeks. Hashtag Kryptonian boner. Hashtag FRG. That's Going awesome. back to this adding more content, why are we adding more content? I think the fight seems longer. Well, some people are upset about the whole thing. Did you just like not explaining why he okay. was such an a foul mood, not only because of Man of Steel and destruction, but well, because I, I'm gonna get into that with well, my part of well, like, 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 was was so boring. So, so here's here's the other part Here's the other part that I really didn't like like because we're still at the beginning of the movie. Batman 
should have been able to completely sneak into Lex Luthor's server room without anybody noticing. He's Batman. He's Batman. It wasn't Batman who didn't want to, was it? It was... Alfred, who's like, well, you have an invitation. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, the part where he sneaks into the server room, where he's, like, go- uh, pretending to be drunk, like, no. oh, I was looking for the bathroom, and I totally got lost down here. <laughs> it's like, no, this is Batman. If he doesn't want to be seen, you're not going to see him. Yeah. And this this was just, <laughs> like, it, it just felt like he was so reliant on Alfred and following directions exactly. Like, that was a part that was just written into the story that I was like, this is not Batman. And I don't know if I'm, okay, I, I see what you mean. And I think the reason it was written that way was to, because he did fool everybody else for the most part. The only one he didn't fool was who we wanted to highlight in that whole scene, which was Diana. And the Wonder Woman. Because she was highlighted in that scene. Because we, if anyone who knows Batman knows he's a badass. And now we have random first time Wonder Woman on big screen upstaged him at one point. That, if we know about Batman, we know that's a big deal. Without having to go into why See, he's a But big he deal. should, it should have been harder to upstage him than that. I really Except think we're talking about a 5,000 year old Wonder Woman. But she's not at all stupid. No, she's amazing. Wonder Woman is absolutely amazing. She should have been able to upstage him no matter what he did, so it should have been more impressive. And I really felt that, I mean, it, it did highlight Wonder Woman, but her highlight should have been out, out, beating Batman when he was at his best. And that was not his best. So that was, that's my Batman gripe may have, near may the beginning have. of the movie. Go ahead. <laughs> the whole movie. Oh boy, no. was what? so boring. Can someone no. tell me what? what? Can someone tell me what was Alex Luther, uh, Alex, Alexander Luther's uh, Lex Luthor's motivation for being a jackass in this movie? I think it was basically insane. It's it was nutty. Just, it was the he same was as always. He, he he like, was, like other Lex Luthers before him. He just saw human. Um, he saw alien with supreme powers and said that cannot happen on my earth. He was a so weird did mix. You like Jesse Eisenberg's portrayal of the Joker. I, no, he wasn't of the Joker. Joker. He wasn't playing the Joker. He was, a, he was a Wait, weird really? mix. Yeah, I think you're confused. No, no, yeah, he he, was, was, okay, he okay. really was playing the Joker. Because this, this, is, this is what Zack Snyder did that I wasn't really... I didn't really know how to take it. Because he mixed the original 1970s movie Lex Luthor with the comic book Lex Luthor. Yeah. He's like, let's take this blundering fool of a Luthor and cross him with, like, the genius of the Luthor and come up with, like, California startup company scrambled brain Luthor. Yeah. It's been smoking you know what? Kryptonian I brain. would have been less impressed. I, I mean, I think Jesse is a good actor, and he did fine. Oh, he did good. Actually, I, with, I, with, with that role, I think he did good. Be, and the only reason I'm not less impressed with the... With the character himself, because I think it was all a build-up. Because he was acting zany and weird, and yeah, we saw him get away with a few things, like the bombing thing. But you're right; there wasn't like a isn't, is this really Lex Luthor we're used to until the right. very until the very but part like, where he instant, he entices the fight between Superman and Batman. I was like, okay, there's the Lex Luthor. But like Kage said, like Kage said, what was his motivation? Why did that act? Why did he want to do this? I mean, great villains should have great motivation because the greatest villains. Do not believe that they're the villain. And you could see that in him, that he was sort of on this verge of wacko where he was just like, no, we're going to have this fight between you guys. And he didn't, he didn't strike me as feeling like I'm doing this for the betterment of mankind, that man must rise above he, his gods like he does in the comics. I, I think, I think his motivation for making, ensuring that Superman doesn't become the enemy later is, is crosswired with his like amoral compass, which was that, 
I need to beat Superman. I'm going to do whatever it takes. And I'm fine with it because it's important to beat Superman. But why? Because Maybe. Superman's a danger. Why? According to their universe. Why? Maybe it's they... the same reason Batman wanted to get rid of him. Maybe they could have built up his character more instead of building up this lawyer character, a <laughs> senator character, for 30 minutes only to have her die. Well, I think that was effective. Movie. I was totally fine. She impacted By the nothing. way, I, I read this she in my did notes. Nothing. She's Elastic Girl, so I'm okay. <laughs> Elastic Girl. She's the voice for Elastic Girl in The Incredibles. She totally is. Yeah. <laughs> the whole movie, I was like, I know that voice. I'm just like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, sick of I'm like, what are you talking? And then, also, <laughs> the wife from Oberother Where Art Thou. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yes. Yes. Excellent. Okay. Anyway. Either way, she shouldn't have been in that movie at all. <laughs> Okay. No, well, she should have been in the movie, but she, she should funny. have had a lasting no. point. Had she actually passed the bill that said, okay, we're going to do something about Superman, or had she been like the voice of reason the entire Instead time? Instead of saying, flip-flopping the whole episode yeah, and doing like, had, had she actually Had she actually gone through the movie saying, Superman is this amazing, wonderful force, and we need to ha- stand by him, and then be killed, and then the world turns against Superman... Then it would have made sense. No, but you know what? Could have cut that entire part of the movie out, and the movie would have been fine for it. I, I don't think so. Look, because if because one of the I think one of the overall like objectives of the movie was that because of Man Steel, we have a Superman that Earth is not quite okay with. Just okay, that, that we know he does stuff, but like there's a question about it, and like whether he's safe or not. Because we're all in the comics, we're used to a Superman that is like, hey, that's Superman, awesome. There's, if you you only hate him if you're a bad person. Like it's clear in the comics. In the in the Zack Snyder, wait, wait, just let me finish. You're talking point. about the comics. Let, don't, let me, don't, don't. I will argue finish. that in the comics, hands down, because I know some of the comics. So don't don't start making these. Okay, uh, this is going to okay, go for okay, like an hour. So the point finish. is that I think overall, generally, we are used to a Superman that is like almost unquestionably good or at least positive force. But in the Zack Snyder movie universe, that, that has been in question since Man of Steel. One of the objectives of this movie was to make it. As clear as possible to the general public. Oh, oh yeah, Superman's a good guy. How did they do that? Because he fucking dies trying to save the entire Earth. At that point, you can't really like. Mo- that, that's a good way of winning the uh, "I'm a good guy" argument is dying okay. for the cause, and that's what the point. Well, of, well, and that, well, then we kind of done it justice. <sighs> that narrative could have been easily, easily done through Lex Luthor to give him the motivation that he needed to do the things that he did. As opposed to developing these random, stupid characters no. that did nothing in okay. the I disagree. Movie. So, so let, let's, 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 let's go back again, because we, we brought up Pa Kent once already. Okay. Has anyone here seen an anime called Sword Art Online? Yes. I have not. Okay, so spoiler alert for Sword Art Online now. So many spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that I could not stand about season three of the anime... Oh, I didn't even watch that for them. <laughs> I stopped at, like, two. <laughs> okay, so by the time we get to, like, like oh, well, Gun Gale Online, mm-hmm. is that all of a sudden we're dealing with all of this emotional drama that Kirito went through. We start doing this, okay, well, back in the actual Sword Art Online saga, he had to kill people, and he had to do all this stuff knowing that he killed people, and now he's dealing with all of this drama from killing people. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. We saw Sword Art Online. He didn't actually ever kill anybody. We can't retroactively make this character have drama from something that didn't happen in the arc that we already saw and he was okay with at the end of that arc. Why is there drama now, a year later, and there was no drama? 
drama with him up until we decided that there was drama with him. Or that we needed it. <laughs> until, until we needed it. And that's what they did with Pa Kent in Batman v Superman. They just decided Seriously? they got so much flack about Pa Kent not being a force of moral code from the first movie <laughs> that they tried retroactively making him a source of morality <laughs> in the new movie yeah, where he was like a vision and, and when his mother was like oh your father always said you should blah 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 and I was like no he didn't he never said go also be a force of good. no place in the movie. That was never okay, his. No I think it has a place in the movie but you're absolutely right. It was a retcon. He's like, let Metropolis die in a twister because you can't. That was a mistake made in Man of Steel, and we already said Man of Steel isn't a perfect movie. So I'm gonna have to give them allow them to that pass so that we can move along. (laughs) Because you're right, because that was such a you're right, that was such a gut-wrenching, like, what would you do with Pa Kent? We need that source of that moral compass source for Superman, other than the fact that his mom had now had to act like it later. But but you're right. So I, they had a retcon that. I don't even know what else you could do, but retcon that. What I also didn't like is enjoying this, and I say enjoying lightly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the, this this Batman v Superman with a Wonder Woman tie-in, and then in the last fifteen minutes of the movie, let's shove life and death of Superman in here. The whole movie was Dark Knight Returns. And, just, and anybody who knows comics, yeah. Yeah. this whole movie was Dark Knight Returns. Down to like the nuke going off in mm-hmm. super in space and Superman like Which shriveling like into a prune. It was Dark Knight Returns. The Dark Knight Returns was such an awesome comic book series. But trying to push that, and what I didn't like is pushing that so early on in the Superman career. And but I go back to the justification <laughs> that their objective was to make, okay, we need to make sure that we can point to Superman and go, yeah, he's a, like a for sure good guy in this universe. And because we had Man of Steel, that was going to be a question because we had the beginning half of B- BVS. That was a question until what did he have to do? He had to die for the cause. At that point, okay, he's a good guy. Yeah, because in, in, in the original Man of Steel, it was like, you know, this guy was drunk hitting on a girl in a bar. And what does Superman do? Destroys his entire livelihood. I mean, do you know how much a tractor trailer costs? It's like $100,000 to buy this truck and this trailer that this guy's got to be using to, you know, feed his family and do anything. And because he slapped one... And I'm sorry because this this is horrible. No one should ever sexually harass anyone. And anyone who does sexually harass someone deserves to, you know, receive some kind of repercussion. But destroying his entire livelihood, I think that was taking that way too far. That wasn't just punishing somebody for a bad deed. Who that was thinks about that? All of what oh. you're talking about during a movie. Well, he did, Along sure. those lines... Really? Oh, I, I, I have, have another Batman gripe. Okay. But wait, we're still Superman now. It's, no, now we're, 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 we're Batman and Superman. Along back those okay. lines... Okay. Because we're talking about gripes with the movie... Batman killed a lot of people. Oh, yeah, he did. Seriously. Whatever happened with Batman Batman never uses guns. And I'm just like, why is there so many guns with Batman Batman here? Batman doesn't kill people. Batman doesn't use guns. But vehicular manslaughter is 100% okay. Let let, let me... I'm going to take a journey through my... my Realizing what what kind of Batman we have in this movie. Because the first thing we see Batman fight is his dream sequence, actually. And that's that like post-apocalyptic oh, yeah. and world he, he lives. The shit out so of everybody. he uses gun in that one, and there I'm like, okay, he's using guns because this is the last resort, of Batman. Fine, okay, that makes sense. He's he's this is obviously a last ditch effort okay. by Batman in this. In Keep this going. Movie. 
And then we get to the car chase scene, uh-huh. where the whole time I'm like, uh-huh. wouldn't that kill somebody? Yes. Wait, wouldn't yeah, that, that kill kills, somebody? Yes. Wait, that car exploded. Wouldn't that kill somebody? Yes. Oh my god, he's killing people! Yes. <laughs> Holy crap! Vehicular manslaughter is okay to this Batman. Yeah, and, and that was the whole point at the end no. of Man of Steel that was just, no, Superman does not kill. And he snapped Zod's neck. Just kabam, this is the first episode of Superman, and boom, he's killed someone. But he was very sad about it, at least. My not. What boggles my mind is this whole movie is about collateral damage and how no, bad that was it is. No, nope, it's this one too. How bad is it is that Superman is causing collateral exactly. damage. Exactly. Why Lex Luthor sit? Batman, but Batman's causing the most collateral damage because he's just fucking everybody's day up. Well, I, th- I think that's also part of Lex's plan is that once they kill each other, but great. that's his problem with Batman is the amount of collateral damage that he can do. Does Superman is the amount of collateral now, damage he could do, and he's going around killing. But who loves, now? The, who now the one Batman thing, the one thing. Now, now hold on here. The one thing that DC is trying to get away with here, and I'm not sure we should give him a pass for this is that they're basically saying that all of this stuff happening in this movie series is happening in Earth Two. Oh, oh that's that, stupid! But, but I, that is that, that's that why the like the show series like uh, Green Arrow and the Flash mm. are happening in a different parallel so DC universe. That's why they're not using the same character for Flash. Exactly. Well, well I think Earth Two is, is is a different thing altogether than what we're seeing in the in movie universe. That's got to be a different Earth. Mm. If we're gonna get there, it's not I Earth Two. I forgot about the new Fifty Two. That's why they're introducing in Flash multiple universes, yeah. and so we get that. Multiple and on this Monday, we'll find out what universe Supergirl is in because I don't think it's Earth Two either. No, it's not. It's something totally so, different. So we got like four different DC universes at this point. It looks like. Yeah. But, but the one, the, then you look at Marvel and everything's on one. Uh, which could, which could be a plus or minus in this case. But the the one thing I will say is that after Ben Affleck got really pissed off at the direction they received in the movie, and everybody's been complaining about both this movie and the Man of Steel, from what we've heard. Zack Snyder has been officially told he will not be making any more DC movies. Which is probably fine. Because it was awful. Like, I'm going to go and say... Oh, wait, are you changing it? Because I have one more point to make about this. Are you changing something else? Go ahead. Okay, I need to make one point about this. Just one? If there's, well, about Batman killing people. Okay. Because if there's going to be a justification for it, this is the only one I could think of. Obviously, we're dealing with a very experienced Batman who's been through some shit. 20 years. 20 years of shit. So... Either the only two assumptions we can make is that at some point Batman became like less caring about his no kill code, or he's always never had a kill, no kill code. Which I think early, even early Batman didn't necessarily have a, a no kill code. Whatever. I th- and the only way I think this is ever going to be justified having a killing Batman is if because of the course of events that happened in in BVS. Because Batman, I think at the end of the of BVS, Batman kind of saw a new light, if, if you will. I think. If we want to make a corrective action here, he needs to adopt a no-kill policy from here on in because of his experience during this movie. If he doesn't, I think they've made a mistake. Maybe not an irre- maybe not one that doesn't bother me totally, I, but I would prefer if we see a growth in that, that Batman says, I now don't do a no-kill thing. I, I'm returning to a no-kill thing because of what happened with what Superman. Thing? Review. Review. One yes. thing- what is Batman in almost all the universes think about the Justice League? It's dangerous. Why would he mention this is a good idea now? Yes. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, I think about oh it. my gosh. Oh, the okay. very end when he's talking to Wonder Woman? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, but no, one other thing, when he was saving Batman's no, no. mom, and he's like, oh, I'm a friend of your Superman's. son. Or, sorry, yeah, I thought that was really stupid. Like, he was just trying to kill her son, and all of a sudden he's a friend of his now. Yeah, he would I never mean, actually admit to anything no. I know, like but it was just really I'm stupid. Just so they could follow that up with that whole... joke. It's that joke. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, the cave oh, gave it away. It's like the cave gave it away. That was like the only humor in that movie. But like, it was yeah. so stupid. Stupidly done. Like it wasn't actually. It didn't feel natural. Like she paused for a bit and like, ha, ha, ha. It was the cape that gave it away. I was sitting there like, what the fuck? Okay, okay this movie. This is the reason why I'm incredibly happy that Zack Snyder is no longer doing anything. Yes, because. Man of Steel, Zack Snyder did Man of Steel, and he had certain writers do this, right? Uh, Man of Steel. And it was terrible. Everybody hated it. And same then thing with everybody. Same thing with They went out and got new Oscar-winning writers. They actually had people who have won Oscars before for their writing, and they got these Oscar-winning writers... And Batman versus Superman was the best that they could come up with. Here's the thing. That's a Here's the thing. Here's the thing. How many of those awesome writers actually were comic book fans? Probably none of them. Exactly. It was a trope. There is your problem. But but here's the thing. thing. even, Even Ben Affleck. Who is a successful director now. That was one of his issues. He went through this whole movie going, you want me to do what? You're doing what? You want this I'm, reaction out of me? He was like, no, this would be better if you did this. And just got... I'm not even talking about them being... Uh, I'm not even talking about just the writing for the comic book heroes. I'm talking about the pacing of the movie. The head-scratching complexity of whatever needless bullshit they kept piling in there. I'm talking about when Lex Luthor is sitting on the tower telling Superman, go fight with Batman. He's right over there. But first, let's cut to another 10 minutes of people talking. And let's cut to all of these things showing all these superheroes. And this is a problem when you're dealing with... It took 10 minutes to get him to do all This is the thing when we're dealing with Superman. Because the whole thing that Lex Luthor did was, we have your mother. You go fight Batman. Now, Superman is a character that could hear Jimmy Olsen needing help while on the other side of the galaxy and got to him in a matter of seconds. He heard Lois. 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 Because he heard Lois Lane underwater in the middle of the fight with... um, He was much closer. With Doomsday. He... It's still... He is fighting dudes. And the very beginning of the movie, how, where was okay. he when the desert thing happened? Okay. Yeah. Here's, here's my other big right. He heard Bruce um, like, not, not even, Bruce Wayne. Not even talking about story. In the news so so if we, we lay story aside. So no more talking about, like, we all know story. Blah. Doomsday. I was about to say. What the hell were they doing with Doomsday? It was I, like, once I, I, Doomsday, Doomsday came Doomsday. out, I was like. Anyone else like Zod Doomsday? Now, Zod Doomsday was an interesting was idea, but it was like we were fighting a cartoon all of a sudden. It was just like glowy and lightning, and he didn't look at all like he fit in the world at all. He didn't. That was funny. Yeah. Was like I honestly don't know what Doomsday supposed to look like, so. It, no, I'm just mean that the effect, the effects like themselves. Oh, okay. It was not good budget effects. I think nope. that it, he was at, I like I said, was... because of how 
I think he was added at the very end of the movie. I like, thought it was because he was so unstable. Like every time they hit him with some sort of energy source that he can't like. But it was like they couldn't even. Okay, maybe this just comes because I, I actually went to school for visual arts and computer graphics and design and everything. So I it actually know how really a lot bad. of those. So to me, I was looking at this going, you guys didn't even bother rendering your 3D characters with the same light source as the movie. I was like, you could tell that the movie was filmed under one sort of filter light source, and they used a completely different filter light source on the 3D models. And it just I, it I, didn't I think that fit. might just be a you problem because I had so yeah, because that's the thing I noticed. <laughs> I don't know. I no, know because it's it. because I noticed it. Yeah, you clearly off. you're now clearly. But I'm by not this point in the movie. You are clearly with a different t- filters. Yeah, the, filters. the whole point. So everything beyond a certain point, you're just because, like nagging on because so. it took a half. An, it took an hour and a half. To get to the title of the movie. <laughs> yes, it did. And the entire, well, because the entire time we knew there was a fight coming between Batman and Superman. And, and it if it wasn't ever. for that, if it literally, if it wasn't for the fact that I knew Batman was going to fight Superman at some point in this movie, I would have walked out an hour ago. <laughs> and acting because it, No, because it was, was bad. Hmm? It was, was really, really boring and bad. When you have your special guest stars are people from PBS, hey, that's man. a death spiral of boredom. Having Neil deGrasse Titan in Tyson in that, that, that was fine. He wasn't even talking. He was just being like, "I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson. I know about the universe." See, that's again. You're, you're that was Neil deGrasse. He's just such a. If that was any other movie, like, he, he, was, he, was he was out of best, place. He was the best part of that. Movie. He's out of place. I, in the I, movie. I don't care. He was the best part of that movie. movie. Anytime Neil deGrasse Tyson shows up, I'm like, "You're the man." Exactly. But the whole experience was this colored. Once you once you figured that this was going to be a bad movie. That's I didn't know. I didn't even figure that it was going to be a bad movie. I went in with low expectations, but the further I got into the movie, the more like the more I was sitting there in my seat, going, "Okay, nobody cares." So okay. that's probably you. Probably never, let's go. And Come I never on. said let's that get movie. to Batman versus Superman. Come on, let's go. Let's get to the fight. It was too long. They could have cut out literally an hour of that movie, and it would have been okay. And I. Bring up the point of after last night after I watched Batman vs Superman, I went home and watched The Forbidden Kingdom because they just added that on Netflix, a movie that had, as I sent you in the text, a movie that had two titans fighting each other, uh, going against each other, done right. It was Jackie Chan so, and Jet Li. They fought each other in that movie. For since since movie. we brought up Netflix, since we brought up Netflix, if you really want a good Batman v Superman movie, go look up the animated Batman and or Justice League movie on oh, Netflix. But it is far superior. Every nerd knows the the DC animated universe is a lot more. It's amazing. It's it amazing movies. We can, yeah. we can all agree on that. I Except think. the new Aquaman <laughs> movie. The Aquaman movie was just like like the, the sea things crawled out of the ocean. You mean like, the Throne of Lands? Like, yeah. It's yeah, like they, well, they slapped Superman out of the way. They slapped Green Lantern out of the way. But yeah, Aquaman... Aquaman beat them all hey, down. Aquaman's ripped, and in the, in the water, he's <laughs> I'm gonna say it. No, no, um, the uh, the game, um, the fighting game. What was it? Injustice. Injustice. Aquaman was overpowered in that game. <laughs> I love playing as Aquaman, but um, 
But anyway. Here, I, here, I got a list of things that... I got, it's a short list, obviously. Of things that I, that I was trying to really think hard about. Um, and I think you're all going to agree with this because you're complaining about everything else at this point. <laughs> so, one of my points was Batman is a super murderer we already covered. Huh. Super um, murderer? So he was a super murderer. He did. He, he awesome. murdered the shit out of... A lot of people. So the the other point I had was Superman doesn't try hard enough to stop Batman <laughs> because <laughs> he really does Because because yeah, I, I mean if, if, if there was a moment, there's there's only one, two whole moments in the movie that really took me out, which is why I wrote them down. Which is one, the whole time I'm thinking, just tell him what's going on. Just tell him what's going on. You're almost you're you just one more sentence and he'll know. Yeah, but it doesn't happen, and I think that was very contrived. Like they. There, there wasn't enough writing done behind that that I think that they could have justified Superman not spilling the beans because he totally could have. I mean, I wouldn't even have happened if he tried. If he just said the whole sentence, Batman, my mother was kidnapped, and if if Batman didn't believe him, that would have been acceptable. But he didn't say it at all because the writing in this movie was awful. It was <laughs> atrocious. It's just you're pointing out another thing. That proves my point. Maybe. Right, keep going. But yeah, there was that point where it's like, I just, just tell him. You're almost there. But you're right. So there was that. I don't know if anyone has add anything else to that, but I'll get my, my next point. I think you guys will right, agree with it. So the other point is that those damn nightmare sequences were too random and with zero explanation. Yeah, they were trying to, they were trying to hint that we're going to have dark side. That's what, but that's there, all that was. There is no, there was no explanation for why Batman would just have random nightmares. Well, he always has random nightmares. <laughs> but what? his parents were yeah, murdered in front of him. He's a walking nightmare. If, if your parents being murdered in front of you isn't nightmare worthy okay. when you're Again, a little kid. I don't know the background of comics. Uh-huh. Like, that's Ross's thing, but he was telling me who the character was for, like, the Omega symbol, but I don't remember who it Dark is. Dark Side. He's a, yeah. he's a baddie called so Dark Side. So he was thinking that a lot of those references are that maybe into the Justice and, League. And they, or they were. And there is a precedence oh, yeah. for for Darkseid being the cause of nightmares for characters. But there was no con- the connection made in the movie. Like, it, it could have been something. It could have been an artifact. Really it could have been... They just could have tried something I don't know. To maybe that huge Omega symbol on the yeah. ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I saw that and I'm just like, oh, oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> which I didn't know, but, which was huh? really strange. Yeah, when uh, Batman came out of the, uh, out of the, the desert, desert and he was overlooking oh. the city, there was yeah, a yeah. huge Omega yeah. symbol. And I'm just but like, yeah. When he was wearing his like trench coat, he looked like Hellboy to me. I, I thought he, he looked was like hell, he was a desert Vegas. Batman. That was like was I, I'm really a desperado like, Batman. It's awesome. Actually. Well, it's the ruined world Batman because that's the future if Darkseid wins. Yeah. So, but even so, there it just seemed the only the only kind of explanation, quote unquote, that there was for his hallucinations was the Flash coming back through time and warning him. Which even that wasn't done with like all the clarity in the world. Well, it was very confusing because seriously, yeah. his I outfit, at first thought it was Cyborg, and then I'm like, wait, no, that's Flash. Yeah. So. Yeah, so there's a scene where the Flash like rips through reality instead and tries to warn Batman. But at that point, we still don't know if that was actually working or if there was a vision. I don't. Yeah, I'm unsure. I thought it was. A, I thought it was a, a dream. And it would have been simple. All you needed to do was write down somewhere that Batman had like a like a dark side artifact the whole time. That's why he has visions. That would have been fine because it's comic books. We're okay with this. But there wasn't anything of that. It was just his his nightmares are random, and that was all they were. But it wasn't necessary in this movie. What, having the explanation? 
No, having the dreams to begin with. That's true, no, too. It wasn't we actually could have had them done away with Here's totally. the thing. Had something that both Lex Luthor and Batman had access to that was attached to Darkseid that would have explained Batman's th- course of action throughout the entire movie... And it would explain Let's Luca going fucking batty. Yeah, that's maybe fine. But they, none of this was mentioned at no. all. It's I mean, just left it to was, interpretation. Like Josh was saying, it was fine on its own that Batman had like a anxiety over who Superman was and what he was capable of. That was, on its own, that would have been fine. So you didn't need the dream sequences if you just went down that route. But if you're going to have them, just add explain in some it. sort of like why he would have a dream because. Yeah. Because I'm. I mean, unless, I, I don't know, that's unless he got an STD from, from the girl he was slept with that was unknown. That's yeah, that was odd. Too. Random. Which, I, I mean, he's Bachelor Batman, so who... Yeah, seriously. Like, like, what was the point? But anyway, that's probably what they're, um, what was he just going to say? There's no, there was uh, there's not enough explanation about... for, the, for the flashbacks. Well, I, I hate to do this, but we've now been ranting about Superman v. Batman for over 40 minutes. Yeah! 40 we minutes did now, it. so we, uh... Whoa! Still shorter than the setup for the movie. <laughs> wow! I figure we we're gonna go in at least like an hour and a half episode this time. So we, we, I still think we have time to cover stuff. If there's something somebody else wants to say, I mean, the end. I still think it was a fine movie. Oh, we'll still probably I'm be talking okay about it afterwards. I just thought that all you need to do to make Dark Side is cut your hand and pour it on a dead Kryptonian. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Doomsday. Doomsday. And that makes a Doomsday. Not, yeah, not a dark side. Yeah, oh yeah, sorry, I said dark side, but I meant doomsday. You're suddenly like there's multiple gene pool. There's multiple people in the gene pool. Yeah, you're you're good. You just need cross, cross Kryptonian human with human and, and you get doomsday. Suddenly you're so doomsday. you know that's why Lois Lane and Superman can't have a baby because they'll be doomsday baby. Yeah, exactly. You'll <laughs> end up being <laughs> that makes sense now. <laughs> that's why we have little pa- little doomsday. You know, doomsday yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> No, oh, no. but don't forget to add a little bit of nuke in there. Now, I, I will, I will <laughs> say, that out of all of the different Doomsday so like origin stories I've seen, this one I actually did kind of like the best, just because most of the time Doomsday is not explained except being He's just there, just some you know weapon created by an ancient, long gone civilization that happened to be buried deep in the earth. But that was. Cr- cr- Kryptonite. It was Krypton. Krypton There's so many different things. Most of the time it's like these squiddly things that made it. Mm. Yes, I'm serious. These squiddly aliens that just go... And and the holographic projection. Blah, blah, blah. Doomsday, dot, dot, dot. Prophet. And then that's it. Doomsday comes out and Superman and Doomsday fight. And Superman wins but dies. But he doesn't die. He goes into a healing coma... And and then all this other shit happens. So while step he's, step quote one marks dead. Step one dead wax figure of your previous movie's villain. <laughs> step two the blood of uh, you know Mark Zuckerberg. And then boom doomsday. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. So speaking of Lois Lane, I have a I have a question. That painting is upside down. <laughs> a question what about Lois Lane. Why does it matter? The whole back to scene. And I, as, as a red-blooded American, I appreciated it. It was fine. But I can I relate. I want to I was totally getting into the bathtub, fully clothed with my naked girlfriend. Yeah, so, like so. There, there was a mix in there where the yeah, that was a touching moment. There was showing humanity of Superman. They've been getting along the last eighteen months. Blah blah blah. 
But I was like, I want, there was a couple points like, is this, is this too much? Like, are they okay. really throwing so, any so, at So, so here's, here's my much? question. Why are Superman and Lois Lane so much in love? They have 18 months to do it. They didn't explain anything but, like that. But that's okay. But, I think that's okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Let me justify this. I think it's okay so, for us not to have a long explanation of why, why Superman and Lois Lane are, are together in love. Because, goddamn, we've seen that for the last, like, 50, is, 70 years. Okay, is, we get Good point. That is a like, very is good the same, point. same th- reason why we don't I, need I to don't... see his uh, Batman's parents die every fucking movie. We get they they're dead. Okay, so I, I I can I can definitely understand that that we've seen the struggle between Lois Lane finding out who Super like having sort of this crush on Superman and just like totally dissing Clark Kent every yeah. every step of the we way. We didn't need it this time. We're fine. We can we know they love each other. It's it's great. But at the same time, it was just a very blind like. He's an alien, and I love him. Lois Lane and all of her bullshit scenes could have been removed from the movie. No, absolutely not. What's wrong with you? What scene that she was in should have been in the movie? I'm going to say all of them, but you're going to disagree. Okay, well, so, no, so no, here's, like, here's the thing that I like about the New 52, is that in the New 52, we're basically saying, shove off, Lois Lane. Superman's got Wonder Woman. That doesn't last that long, though. But, because we all know, it's really Batman and Wonder Woman. No, 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 no. Because if we start getting... Okay, now we're now I get to start quoting things like the Kingdom Come saga oh, of DC. Batman and Talia, but whatever, okay. I don't know, the animated universe movies destroy that relationship now. <laughs> if you've yeah. seen the animated movies. Well, there, there was never really a relationship. <laughs> it was just Batman had a kid with Talia. Because I'm saying, if you if you want something where... Like Dragon Ball Z and and the DC universe just sort of collide. You're talking my language. I'm okay, okay so that. so let me put, let me put it this way: in Kingdom Come, you end up with Superman and Wonder Woman have a child. This child is super powered, who ends up being raised and trained by Batman. Oh yeah, that'll work. So it's literally Dragon Ball Z when Gohan, Gohan gets trained by Piccolo. Like, <laughs> Goku, the who's the Chi-Chi Super Goku. Saiyan, has yeah. a son with Chi-Chi, who's the Wonder Bitch. Who's actually pretty and strong. And has the, the son trained by Piccolo. I'm like, if we can't have a comparison between these, that, that, like, this is it. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank yeah. you for that. So, no, so I guess just to go back to my point, so the only thing that the bathtub scene was, um, was, was uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, because the whole point—the whole point of the bathtub scene—the whole point of the bathtub scene was to showcase that Superman and Lois Lane are having a very deep relationship. That Superman doesn't give a shit about clothes. (laughs) But but it's an alien. (laughs) (laughs) And neither does Lois. But I feel—I just feel like that might be my beef with that scene is that it shows that they're having a very sensuous relationship. But it, I didn't see a connection. I didn't no. see what is actually there that holds them together as a couple. What do they have in common? What is what? What is it that makes them click so well? Yeah. And I think the that's Kryptonian just penis. Yeah, that does it. <laughs> or boner. But remember, <laughs> in this movie, they had to cut away from that to establish the senator. Which I thought was fine. I don't know why you keep rapping on the senator. Because that, that moved the plot along for me. What plot? <laughs> See, I mean, there's no arguing. What part of the plot was she involved in? She, she, she was involved us... in the part of the plot where she couldn't decide whether Superman was good or evil, and then she died. Yes, and did nothing. She was yes. murdered. 
Yes. By Lex Luthor, of course. Yes. I feel really bad for Lex Luthor's secretary. Exactly. Who was just there. <laughs> right? Hold <laughs> <laughs> my seat right. for me, I'm and I'm just, just like, oh, she. And then when I see the place explode, I'm like, she stood there for him. And she was saying, please she looked at the chair like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, where is he? And then it explodes like, he just killed his person. I was like, why would he do that? Because he's Lex Luthor. Because he's a dick. So she up. found out Batman. You know, I wanted to see, I wanted to see, you know, Lex Luthor walk away from the explosion and, you know, hear that, you know, I felt like it was like the old campy Lex Luthor type. Now, now, now what would have been interesting is if Lex Luthor was walking away from the Congress building with a control in his hand, clicking the controller and nothing happened and going, what? And then walking away a little bit more and then kaboom and then going, oh shit, and then running. this Lex Luthor was the Joker. Yeah. In case you didn't get my reference. Yeah, that was the joke. That painting is upside down. <laughs> like, why? why? What does that matter? It wasn't, a, it wasn't upside down until the end of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Because he mentions that, that he well, wants because to yeah, he he the whole point, The whole point of that was that he considers Superman a demon, not from an the angel. From the sky. A yeah. demon from the sky. Mm-hmm. But he could have said that instead of alluding to it. Well, no, because then he mentions it's, that there's something else coming, and it's alluding that maybe Superman wasn't it, but it was Darkseid. So then well, you're like, well, at, what is he concerned well, about? Is he concerned about movie, Superman or Darkseid? At the end of the movie, he clearly knows what's coming, because he has all the Kryptonian knowledge. Yeah. So he knows what's coming. So this, he's just... He yes, just no, wait, 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 wait. Darkseid is beyond Kryptonian knowledge, though. Maybe not in this universe. We don't know that. We won't know that until the next movie. That would be such a cop-out. Cordonius knew about Darkseid this entire time. Oh, 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 oh. Let's go ahead and have a civil war and kill each other, you know? That's, yeah. that's cool. But because for Lex Luthor, they're all the same problem. They're all aliens that don't belong here. We're going to wipe them out one at a time. Because as far as he's concerned, Superman can't be trusted. Can't trust the, the, the Bat Vigilante. So why would we trust the other alien, too? We're just going to have to get rid of them one by one. That's his motivation. Okay. I'll finish with this. This is going to be my last point because this is. I, I know I'm complaining. Last point. I know I'm complaining about this a lot, and Eddie's kind of getting upset at it. And everything. I'm not. You're you're telling your. But opinion. I keep I'm alluding. I keep alluding to the senator because. Oh, okay, now I'm saying it. The reason is is because it took so long when it should have taken. Two minutes. I don't think I don't. You I don't understand. You easily establish that. that there's this senator who has this problem with Superman, and that there's this guy who has this problem with Superman, and that they're going to have a Senate hearing. It could have been two minutes of film time. It could have been over within two minutes. You know what? I, I have and to it would have made the that. same because because exact it didn't go anywhere. Thing. Had had it actually gone somewhere. Had we had a senator who had a definite opinion, then it would have made sense to have her character built upon and dragged out to say, this is what she believes. But, she but was, because but she was so indecisive about it... But the whole planet is indecisive about Superman until the end of the movie. No, they're not, because but, so much of the planet was like, he is our savior. He there's plenty of people who are like, that guy needs to go. Is why did Lex Luthor bomb that place to begin with? See, What's I the reasoning for that? I they were going to vote against Superman and Lex Luthor's No, like, no, they were not necessarily going to do that. They were not necessarily going to vote against Superman. You know. Technically, Lex Luthor didn't bomb 
that place. And actually helped he, he helped. He knew it was an He animal. helped the guy bomb it. It was Superman. Now, 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 do you really think the guy knew? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the guy knew Absolutely. Did you see he was calm the he entire knew. time? He knew exactly what was going on. Yeah, this wasn't a tra- this wasn't a trap for him. He set the trap. Yeah, he set the trap because... He probably lied the- to the guy and said this would kill Superman. I mean, that's likely that probably what happened. Because he's totally going to kill Superman. But then, but the whole sweet tea thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm willing, okay. I'm willing whole... to debate whether that guy actually knew he was going to blow up. Absolutely. Yeah. He, he, he sent knew. all those messages back to Batman. Yeah. Well, you don't but know. He actually know, I think did that. That wasn't like in one instance. That was I mean, over time. There was, there was no proof that he actually was the one who wrote those messages because Lex Luthor knew about those mm-hmm. messages. Mm-hmm. So but, if Lex Luthor knew about those messages, he said, a few messages to Bruce Wayne. If it was just this guy who wrote that and sent it back, how would Lex know about it? Yeah, exactly. No, what it was is why... Again, why did that scene happen? I think part of it was to get rid of the senator because not, because the senator was he, he clearly saw that the senator was not is ultimately not going to be on his side with it and she was literally getting in the way of his schemes. The point of it was to get rid of the senator. Yeah, who shouldn't have been there? She of course she had to be there. She was the representative of the indecisiveness of the government to take action on Superman one way or the other. That, that but even so, even, no matter what the U.S. government did in this universe, Lex knows that they can't stop Superman from. Being Superman, he's got to, you got to get rid of him completely. And they were not, the U.S. government was not going to help in that pursuit. Yeah, even, even if, even if the U.S. government decided, okay, we don't like Superman, something's got to be done. Okay, what? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's throw a nuclear bomb at him. So instead, well, Lex crap, used, used it to de- <laughs> deface Superman further. Because that makes everything he does in his, in his side of things easier when there aren't supporters of Superman. And we get the rest of the movie. Also, what's with Lex Luthor going through legal means to obtain kryptoni- uh, uh, kryptonite? He's trying to gain allies. That was a whole plan on trying to gain because allies. Because he, he already he did already have... I will give them this. He had the backup plan already going in case it couldn't come in through legal mm-hmm. means. Okay. That, that, well, that was thought out. Why did he go ask the senator? Because it would immediately make him an enemy of the state, which if he's an enemy of the state, isn't that going to help his yeah, goal? Yeah, if, if the senator, if the senator if he had doesn't approved, tell people that he has the stuff. Right, no, but, but no, think of it this way. Had the senator actually approved him to import this product, that would have meant that the government was on his side from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Because of the indecisiveness of the government, they did not bring in what he wanted. Therefore, he already had a plan set up with this ship and stuff to bring it in. Otherwise, and that's... Well, and to have was, Batman eventually steal it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and the whole reason he brought it in was for Batman. That, that, was, mm-hmm. that was actually kind of cool. We all know Lex Luthor is a criminal. We but all he, know that he's, but he's going to do criminal things. Yes, but he's all... He's, Why not this, have him do criminal things? Because this is also the guy that always has the potential to become President of the United States in the comic books. Yes. He's a guy yeah. who's going to backhand, you know, back deal all the time. Oh my but god, he's, he's Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah. I just thought that myself. I was <laughs> like, Lay, I was about to say, ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump. He's always trying to thing work in his favor, too, if he can. That's why he has the wig. And that's why he's, that's why he's always such a powerful enemy. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> but he always puts up a front. He's okay. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. He said it right. He's uh, a big drink. A sedative. Give him a sedative. Give him a sedative. <laughs> but uh, as we ignore uh, review choking over here, <laughs> just as much as we don't. You know, right? no. But it's like. <laughs> okay. 
He's finally now dead. Now he's dead. He's so, finally dead. Okay. And we're going to blame Dead Daily Sodium because he did have an attempt on his life last week. <laughs> yep. So this is all Daily <laughs> Sodium. This was, was, that's true. I nearly died. This has been a week in the making. Yeah, week in the making. Last time. That's what he gets for almost killing me last week. Review- and this see, I would go see that movie. Review, review versus Deadly Sodium. This, I would see that this movie. This is why Deadly Sodium see, is more, more like Lex Luthor. And I bet you, I bet you, I could write a movie better than these fools. <laughs> no. And what they don't know is that I had a plan set in motion <laughs> so that after I died... <laughs> We would have Amazing Grace being played on backpipes. <laughs> and then the, the stuff from the ground, the sand rising up. Limitating. Because Superman is that. Superman is apparently from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with this. That's what cracked me up is right at the end, it was just like the levitating sand. It reminded okay. me of like so when at this Goku time, was fighting Frieza. And just, at this time, I need to say... As far as good points of the movie, I like the rock music. We've mentioned that before. Yes, Junk Yes, that was amazing. I, I very yes, much like how the, the movie set up of Superman being unequivocally good guy. I will say I liked some of the Batman quotes. Two of my favorites is when Doomsday is about to beat his head in, and he just looks at him and goes, "Ah, oh, shit." Because <laughs> yeah. that that actually was funny, and I like yeah. that's funny because I would probably be in the same position. If you were Batman and you just saw this huge thing get nuked and is about to head right for your face, you'd be going, ah, crap. Is this <laughs> the, the coolest Batmobile we've ever no. seen? No. Uh, was cool. I thought it looked like an RC car. It I thought it was funny. I thought it looked cool. Okay, so, so as far as, because since this was based off of The Dark Knight Returns, in The Dark Knight Returns, he had a friggin' bat tank. Yep, he did. Okay. Which Bat. was used in the Dark Knight trilogy for some reason. And, and uh, no, I will say the coolest Batmobile goes to the, uh, the Arkham Knight. No, Arkham oh. Knight series. Oh yes, in the video really game good. Arkham Knight. That was the coolest Batmobile. <laughs> or the early nineties. The, the, the <laughs> no, no, because the early nineties one is still trumped by the seventies Batmobile because it was charged by an atomic reactor. Oh okay. yeah, that's true. That's true. I um, have been watching Batman way too long. But it's a bat long. tank. Can't be really classified as a Batmobile because it's got a bat. They, it's still got the still jet engine on it. It's still got the jet engine, and they still call it the Batmobile, even though it's a gigantic tank. Okay. I also got excited when I saw three of them on the screen at the same time. That's true. That was very exciting. Uh, Music buildup. And, and is she, oh, is she what, I, what I will tell everyone. So, was so, so amazing. So here we go. Let's let's leave. Let's leave, Let's leave Batman v Superman in the the positive note that we are getting a Wonder Woman movie next, which should be really good. It looks like it's going to be awesome, and it has a different director. Who's it? I, does anybody know the director? I, I know what her name was. It, yes, it's a woman who's directing the Wonder Woman movie. Thank God. And I am just That's so cool. thankful that it's not Zack Snyder. At, the, at this point, I'm and like, it's, it's going to absolutely rock. <laughs> <laughs> and, and let's not forget Suicide Squad, which just yes. from the last great too. The trailer looked amazing. Which I think we're gonna get an explanation for all the Robin stuff in this movie, like the like the uh, painted well, suit. Why would they have that first then? Tease. It's a tease. That's dumb. It's a tease. It's a good tease. old uh, um, see. See I'm here we go. Cyborg now. 
Cyborg. See, so we're probably going to get yeah. Cyborg, The Flash, we'll get a, and, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. I wonder Aquaman. if we'll start heading towards the Teen Titans type thing. And it's going to be a while before Teen Titans because the, to get to the Teen Titans, we first have to have Shazam. Yeah. And Shazam. Oh, oh okay. So well, I know there's a lot of people out there that hate Shazam. Shazam is awesome, so don't you dare this, diss Shazam. This but at the same time, he is the only one that really liked that movie. You know, Shaquille O'Neal, man. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. I gotta say something. <laughs> but he really does like him. So, speaking of the Teen Titans, there's oh, actually an animated movie coming out this week that features Teen Titans playing yep. Justice League yep. because of magic. Because um, so of, of magic. Yeah, magic, possession, magic possession. Possess, possession of the Justice League versus the Teen Titans. So that comes out as an animated movie this week sometime. Yeah, that being said, Cyborg in the current iteration of comics is just as believe more than Teen Titans. Okay. So, so yep. Cyborg doesn't necessarily mean we're going to get Teen Titans. Young Justice is finally on Netflix, but just like on Cartoon Network, it ends in the middle of the second season, which is bullshit! <laughs> By the way, director for the new Wonder Woman movie... Wonder Woman movie is Patty Jenkins. Thank you, Patty, Patty Jenkins. Jenkins. What she done before? Oh, that sounds familiar. Uh, Just sounds familiar. <laughs> Let me. I am DB Patty Jenkins. Um, I know she's done something. I feel like I heard a new. But movie. it's really, it, it, that's actually kind of cool. I like that. I like that they're going to have a uh, female director for Wonder Woman. Well, uh, if I recall right, they had another director set for directing the movie before, and they just decided, no, you're not working out. We're getting a different director. Was it Zack Snyder? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't Zack Snyder, but I was like, thank goodness they're actually at the point where they're willing to let directors go. By the way, Gal Gadot was awesome as Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. Like, Wonder Woman was really cool in this movie. And and you know what? A lot of people gave her flack because of her accent. But I was like, what's an Amazon? The Amazon should come from the Amazon and therefore should probably kind of have a Spanish accent. Yeah. Which is also 5,000 years old, so who knows what that would mean for an accent, but... Created by Zeus, who was Greek, who put his dick in everything, and therefore I would like to put this as a whole segue back to my Kryptonian boner. <laughs> okay, no, we can... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Patty, what? Patty Jenkins, okay, I guess she that? directed a movie called Exposed. There's no picture for it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> that's because... That's, that's because about Kryptonian boners. <laughs> oh, that's funny, yeah. It's a TV movie. And it's a movie. A TV Spider-Man. movie on HBO no and Showtime. A TV series. Cinemax. Cinemax. A TV series called Betrayal. A TV series called The Killing. Oh, Killing's TV, really good. Uh, Just add the crypt- Kryptonian boner at the end of all of this. And it TV movie... Uh, called Five. Uh, Five. She would help Five Kryptonian boners. She also helped direct uh, two episodes of Entourage. Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one episode of Arrested Development. Arrested Development. With uh, Monster, movie. which I think is a movie. Monster Kryptonian boners. Good lord! Stop! Okay, Monster was a good movie. Don't diss that one. <laughs> <laughs> a short uh, Velocity Rules and another short Just Drive. Just drive Kryptonian boners. Speaking of Kryptonian boners. Ah, <laughs> uh, what? Hashtag Kryptonian boners. Speaking of that. Of Kryptonian is boners? That's what's going to be in the R rated version. Are they going to have Doomsday's Kryptonian boners? Good <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be like. It's going to be Dr. Manhattan all over again. So I know. Doomsday's 
still animated, and they wouldn't dare animate a Kryptonian boner. Just it would just be dangling and dongling around. No, like we, we, le- we learned all that from Blue. Bo- from Blue, no, no. no. How long did it take you to look for that one? I, 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 I did not. I was, I was looking for Zod's penis the whole time. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it, so I wasn't looking. How long did it take you to search for a nipple on Amy, Amy Adams' tits? Uh, that one I was looking for. Oh, I was looking for that. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so today we have discussed... I figured it wasn't going to happen because it's PG-13. Lots of so. Batman v Superman. Um, we, we've talked Titanic? about... Actually, lots of comic books. Lots of comic books. Don't forget, everybody, if you have the chance... Please donate to Camp Fangamer yes, in Tucson. Do. We want to have this convention here. And we totally this want to be, be there. So, and and yes, we're going to do our best to actually see if we can set up a booth or something to be there. We're going to be researching this to see what can be done about that. And uh, donate to us. Uh, Can't yet. There's no method yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah, don't donate to us through the impossibility. Tweet us, tweet us on how you can. Yeah, just just send us send we an email that I will on. give you a hundred dollars if you just freaking make a way to do it. Finally, yeah, exactly. I'm working on a Patreon page. Jeez. Okay, donate and, and, to us. Uh, <laughs> shut up, Emily. And, and uh, as I mentioned last week, go watch Super Mario Bros. Z because that's freaking amazing. Excuse me, what? Oh yeah, yeah. Still, Eddie missed oh, it, but it's yeah, that's amazing. right. He missed it. That was really good. Uh, as I was dying. <laughs> yeah, as I as I was poisoning Hefley last week, I my still... tongue stopped swelling up at around one or something like that. And I, I am I am actually very very sorry. I had Don't no apologize. I had no idea the deadly sodium it's too late. The deadly it's sodium kryptonite was uh, was pineapple. I wanted to keep drinking that drink too. I, I was like, I was like, like now, now, now that I know the deadly sodium's kryptonite is, is pineapple, <laughs> I will admit to him that my kryptonite is wheat, which we've uh, discussed. I think yes, gluten. Yes, because we've gotten an amazing carrot cake before <laughs> that I was willing to be sick for just to eat. So, all right then. Is there anything else before we end this show? No, we we did a lot today. So yeah. So, All right, everyone. Maybe we should split this podcast into two parts. No. In that like case, they should have done to Batman v Superman. Oh, that, thank God. you, thank you, everyone. We're we're going to just record ten seconds of silence in order to to be able to drown out any of the background noise this time. In a moment, aka silence. aka deadly sodium. Woo! <laughs> and Thanks wonder. for watching. Thanks for watching and Bye. listening. Don't pause it yet, Eddie. No, it's ten seconds of silence. You ruined it. (laughs) (laughs) Starting now. This has been a presentation of Front Row Geeks. Adios.